0: We continue our look at the offseason for the L.A. Kings by focusing on a key member of the team. Today, it's leading goal scorer Adrian Kempe. Has he proven he is among the elite goal scorers in the NHL? Does he have another level he can take his game to? We'll talk about that and more on this episode of Locked on L.A. Kings.
1: You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hey Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us some positive feedback on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we are also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you are enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also, host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years, and a passionate LA Kings fan for 30 years. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKED ON to get $20 off for your first purchase. For you, everydayers, those of you that uh, listen and watch every day, you know. In recent days, we have been looking back at the past season for the LA Kings and have used the team's exit interviews from key members of the team and organization. To find out what they think about the past season and what lies ahead. We've heard from Kings general manager, Rob Blake, head coach, Todd McCullen, and team captain, Andre Kopitar. If you've missed any of those shows, I would encourage you to go back and check those out. Today, we focus on the team's leading goal scorer, Adrian Kempe. The 26-year-old from Sweden took another step this season and has emerged as a top-level NHL goal scorer. But before we get into his numbers for the past season and his career looking ahead, see how he projects going forward. Let's hear from the man they call Juice. Once again, I'll be paraphrasing the questions from the media and Kempe's answers the day after the season ended to try and make things a little more streamlined. If you want to hear the exit interview in its entirety, you can go to YouTube, type in Adrian Kempe exit interview. It will be the first thing that pops up in your search. And thanks to the LA Kings YouTube channel for posting all of those exit interviews. The first question that was asked of Adrian Kempe was, What's the frustration level after losing to the Oilers in the first round for a second straight year? And Kempe said that it was not the end they wanted, but that he felt the team this year was better than last year, that the Kings played better overall in the series, that the two home games they lost, games four and six, that they probably should have won. He said that he was frustrated, but the team has to come back stronger next season. We've heard this sentiment uh, from, I think everybody. We've heard from so far: Rob Blake, Todd McCullen, Adrian Kempe, um, and Andre Kopitar. And and I, I agree. I've talked about it as well. I, I don't think that uh, they're just saying what they think we want to hear or what they think, uh, you know, that they want to hear. Um, I, I think it's, I think it's, it's accurate. Uh, I think the Kings were better this season than last season. Talking about the playoffs uh, and the regular season, uh, I think the team did put up a better showing this year against the Oilers than they did last year, even though this year they only went to six games, whereas last year they went to seven games. Uh, but uh, in five of those six games this year in the playoffs, the Kings were very competitive, unlike the games that they lost to the Oilers in the, in the playoffs last year. Uh, Kempe was told that team captain Andre Kobatar uh, talked about in his exit interview that Kempe was not just a scorer, but that he took a huge step in becoming a complete player This year, uh, Kempe said that it was nice to hear that from a great player like Kopitar, that Kopi makes him a better player, and that he has helped him along the way. There's no question that Adrian Kempe has flourished after being paired with the Kings captain on the top line starting last season. This season, Kempe played all 82 games, just like Kopitar. Kempe finished with a career-high 41 goals and 67 points. It was the first time a Kings player scored 40 or more goals in a season since Luke robotized 44 back in the 1993-94 season. Kempé led the Kings in goals and finished third in points on the team. He improved his career season from a year ago by more than six goals and 13 points this season, finished 21st in the league in average goals per game. He was a bit more dangerous scorer in the playoffs this year as he was Last season, he had two goals and six points last year against the Oilers in seven games. This year, four goals and eight points against the Oilers in six games. And several of those goals were impactful and timely goals as well. So a better regular season for Adrian Kempe. Again, another career year for him and a better postseason, I thought, as well. Kempe was asked about leading the team in goals and points this postseason And if he was sending a message to the league as far as what kind of player he is from this past season, Kempe said he was just trying to get better every day, trying to prove to himself that he can do it again after last season. And overall, he thought he had a pretty solid year. Well, yes, he did. He did have a pretty solid year, actually better than just a solid year. We talked about it. Uh, His 41 goals put him among some elite names in the NHL, like. Alexander Ovechkin and Nathan McKinnon, who each had 42 goals, one more than Kempe. Players like Matthew Kachuk, um, Austin Matthews, Kirill Kaprizov, they all had 40 goals, one fewer than Adrian Kempe this season. All those players make upwards of $9 million per season. Kempe is signed through the next three seasons with a cap hit of $5.5 million per season. So um, very encouraging to see Kempe um, play even better than he did a year ago after he got his new contract. It's not unheard of for a player to get paid and then not have a better season the next year, but that was clearly not the case for Adrian Kempe. A very impressive company that he has kept this past season. Um, among the best goal scorers in the NHL, and his name deserves to be right there amongst those players. Now, those players have all done it a little bit more consistency. Uh, consistently, I guess I should say, especially over their careers when you look at a guy like Ovechkin. Uh, certainly McKinnon and Matthews have been elite MVP caliber players. Uh, Kirill Kabrizov, maybe a little bit more of a contemporary than Adrian Kempe, but again, his season last year, Adrian Kempe's season last year with the 41 goals, put him among the elite goal scorers in the NHL. Uh, Kempe was asked where he uh, thought the team needed to grow and uh, to get to where they want to go. Um, He said again that he thought they played better this year in the regular season and against Edmonton uh, and that they were just better overall. He said that the power play was better, but he did recognize that the penalty kill needs work. He said if the Kings, uh, maybe if they had a full healthy roster in the uh, playoffs from the beginning of the series, referring to the injuries to Kevin Fiala and Gabe Velarde, that maybe the outcome might have been different. We're going to talk more, obviously, about Adrian Kempe in a moment, but I need to remind you, today's episode of Locked on LA Kings, your team every day is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With the Game Time app, tickets are easy to find and buy for every kind of event in your area, and you get the lowest price guaranteed with event cancellation protection. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference by tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps in your set tickets are sent directly to your phone. You don't have to dig through emails to find it. Just download the game time app, create an account and use the code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account and redeem the code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. We continue to hear from L.A. Kings leading goal scorer Adrian Kempe from his exit interview the day after the Kings were eliminated from the playoffs, and Kempe was asked, what was the difference in the two home games that the Kings lost in the playoffs? And he said it came down to small details, that the Kings played very well. They were in a position to win. Uh, he said when you're up 3 nothing, you got to close out those types of games. Certainly don't disagree with that. Uh, Kempe was asked if he liked growing into a leader on the team, and he said that getting older and with more experience, that he has to take a step forward in the role of being a leader. He said that Andre Kopitar and Drew Dowdy aren't going to be around forever, and he said it will be hard to fill their shoes, but he is still trying to learn from both of them, but he is trying to be more of a leader and take some pressure off of them. I know we had a listener recently comment, might have been in one of our Friday feedback shows or fan feedback shows, not can't remember exactly, but uh he had commented that he thought that Kemp Bay could have a letter on his sweater at some point, and I certainly agree with that. Um, I think he has, as he as he mentioned, he's looked to take more of a leadership role on and off the ice. Uh, certainly on the ice, that is, is something that we can see off the ice, maybe not quite as visible to us because of, you know, what he says in the locker room and on the bus rides and things like that. We're not exactly sure what he does, but uh, I think he's definitely uh, amongst the next class of Kings, if you will, uh, to be a leader on the team, um, maybe uh, an alternate captain down the road uh, along with a guy like a Mikey Anderson um, after guys like Andre Kopitar and Drew Doughty pass the torch. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree. Adrian Kempe has asserted himself into being one of the leaders on the team. Uh, He himself said he is looking to be more of a leader, taking some of the pressure off guys like Andre Kopitar and Adrian Kempe. And I I think he's definitely on a path towards being one of the cornerstones of the King franchise going into the future. Kempe was asked um, what he will look to improve in the offseason and also was asked how head coach Todd McClellan has helped him. He said that it was nice to have some stability as far as knowing the system that they play, that McClellan is very straightforward on how he wants him and the team to play. And he said, he'll just keep working on some of the things in his game that he has been working on to get better. So maybe just refining some things regarding his shot and his skating and things like that. Uh, Kempe certainly has been far from an overnight success. Uh, he started out with several seasons around the 15 goal mark. And then there was plenty of talk about him maybe being a bust after the Kings took him with the 29th overall pick. And, um, he has to work, he has had to work hard for, for his improvement. He's had to dedicate himself to the game. And after some seasons of not quite being there, maybe bouncing around the lineup a little bit last year he emerged, um, uh, or should I say season before last he emerged as a player. And then everybody was wanted to see him follow it up. Was it a fluke season? Uh, and he certainly took it to the next level uh this season as well. Uh the final question asked to Adrian Kempe was about the Edmonton Oilers, about them not going anywhere and what has to change going forward to get past that team. And Kempe talked about how the Oilers had a historically good power play, um, said again that the Kings were, if they were healthy, maybe that would change the outcome, but the team does have to regroup and come back better. I think there is that kind of sentiment that, you know, people think that things carry over from season to season. Sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. If you just look this year in the NHL at a team like the Boston Bruins, The year before, they were a good team. They were a playoff team, and people thought they would be that again. But they came into this season, and yes, they did change head coaches, um, but it was pretty much the exact same team they had the year before. They didn't go out and make a bunch of roster changes like a team like Calgary did, and they had a historic season. Now, they flamed out in the first round of the playoffs, and that certainly uh, makes that regular season maybe not look quite so special in the eyes of some. But I think the point is, and and Rob Blake did kind of talk about this as well, the the Kings feel they have a good team. And sometimes you don't have to make big changes to have a significant turnaround the next season. Sometimes it's about you taking a half-step forward. Sometimes it's about another team taking a half-step back. I think Kempe was kind of alluding to the fact that it's unlikely as good as Edmonton's power play has been, and it'll still be good because you've got Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl it's unlikely it's going to be that good uh, next season, that it took a huge kind of leap forward to being historically good. There's no guarantee it's going to be that good that the, the next season and that the Oilers will be that good. Maybe they take a little bit of a step back, and maybe that's the difference in the Kings overtaking them. I know you always think it's got to be some major move or something like that. Maybe it's just the Kings doing much better on the penalty kill. So looking at Adrian Kempe, though, he's played seven seasons. For the LA Kings. He has 131 goals, 122 assists in 472 games. Now, there were some questions after last season. If Kempe happened to have just a breakout season, could he back it up with a similar season? And as I mentioned, he definitely has done that. And then some, uh, he has elite hands, he has elite speed. Uh, it seems as though maybe he surprised himself a little bit uh, the year before last when he finished second in the NHL's fastest skater competition at the NHL All-Star game, I think that uh, NHL defensemen around the league certainly took note of that and it did look like after he showed off his uh, his speed at that event that he maybe got a little bit more room and respect from some defenders out there not wanting to get burned by him. Kempe also has something that not too many of the Kings current roster seems to have and that is he's got some swagger. And maybe that is something you'd expect to see in a guy whose nickname is Juice and he he definitely has some juice to his game. Now nothing over the top, unusual, but you will see him every once in a while put his finger up to his mouth to shush sh- the fans on the road after he scores a big goal. Maybe he puts his hand up to his ear to celebrate after he scores a big goal. A little, he's got a little swagger to him, and I think uh, I think uh, as fans we like to see that. We like to see our players play with confidence. I think it it uh, it's definitely not arrogance, and I think it's something that his teammates kind of feed off of a little bit. So he he's definitely. That guy on the Kings that uh, brings a little attitude to his game. Um, now, not after scoring more than 16 goals in his first full seasons, first four full seasons, uh, Adrian Kempe has definitely emerged as a dangerous sniper. We talked about it: 35 goals season before last, 41 goals this past season, and he's just entering his prime. I don't think there's any reason to doubt that he can that he is becoming an elite player if he isn't already and that he should be able to be that type of player for the LA Kings for years to come. He's not just a sniper, but he can play on both ends of the ice. He can definitely play on the power play. He can play on the penalty kill as well. Uh, as Andre Kobatar said, he has rounded into a very solid all-around player. He has a good defensive game. He's not afraid when he needs to, to go into the corners and battle for a loose puck. He doesn't shy away from being physical. It's not necessarily what he's going to do he's not out there delivering any big hits but it's also not like he's one of those guys who floats around and just looks to score goals he's willing to get his nose dirty and do the things necessary for the kings to win games offensively and defensively and that's that's very encouraging as far as what he can improve on i think like he said it's just more refining his game a little bit Um, I don't think it's out of the question to think that he can give a little bit more. I don't think it's out of the question to think that Adrian Kempe could be a 50-goal scorer in the NHL. Uh, I I would expect to see him continue to be paired with Andre Kopitar on the top line. And maybe if they can figure out that other wing position, maybe his assists and his total points can can go up as well. Um, I think when you look at some of the things to be concerned about, with the LA Kings, Adrian Kempe is definitely not one of those things. I think when you look at the things to be encouraged about as far as the LA Kings go, I think Adrian Kempe is one of those things. He is turned into a building block type of a player for the franchise. And uh, he's also one of those guys who seems to carry himself very well on and off the ice. He seems to be a guy who um, maybe not quite like Andre kobatar in a sense quite yet, but I think he could be one of those types of guys that he is, uh, you know, one of those guys you're going to feature, you're going to promote, you're going to market as the face of your franchise, and doesn't seem to be any negative towards why you would want to do that. For Adrian Kempe, when you when you cut up the highlight reels and you put them in your commercials and things like that, he's going to be all over it. Uh, he's exciting, uh, still, again, approaching his prime, fast, elite hands, skilled player. One of those guys from a marketing standpoint, you want to hit your wagon to as well. So Adrian Kempe has been great for the Kings the past two seasons. I see no reason why he can't continue to be great for them going forward. I think the future is very bright for Adrian Kempe with the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, We got more to talk about, but first I want to remind you that the first two rounds of the Stanley Cup playoffs uh, are ongoing The Toronto Maple Leafs avoided being swept at the hands of the Florida Panthers, so they're still alive. The Edmonton Oilers tied up their series with the Vegas Golden Knights at 2-2. If you want to stay on top of all the Stanley Cup playoff action, you need to check out Locked On NHL. It's available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. That is Locked On NHL for all your Stanley Cup playoff action. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I have been watching that Vegas-Edmonton series. Alex Petrangelo, the defenseman for Vegas, with a vicious two-hand swing uh, of his stick onto the uh, like upper arm area of Leon Drysidle in the final moments of that Game 4 win. For the Oilers, I have not heard if there's going to be a suspension handed down on that, but i got to believe that uh, the two-hand Paul Bunyan chopped the samurai sword swing I mean, it was so over the top that uh, I got to believe he's going to get a suspension for that. That's a very important player for Vegas as well. So maybe that might uh, be a factor in determining that series that is now a best of three uh, in the uh, NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, The postseason awards, uh, the the finalists for the awards are continuing to trickle out as they always do during the postseason. We talked about Andre Kopitar being a finalist for the Lady Being Trophy and not being a finalist for the Selkie Trophy. I thought King's goaltender, Phoenix Copley, should have been a finalist for the Masterton Trophy. Uh, turns out he isn't. Um, the uh, Bill Masterton Trophy, if you're unaware, is awarded annually to the player who best exemplifies the qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. This year's finalists are Clayton Keller of the Coyotes, Chris Letang of the Penguins, and Alex Stalock, a goaltender for the Blackhawks. Uh, Clayton Keller is coming back from a fractured femur and uh, didn't miss a game this season, led the Arizona in scoring. Chris Letang had a stroke and uh, returned to play for the Penguins. And Alex Daylock uh, apparently got myocarditis after uh, contracting COVID and um, ended up playing a decent number of games for the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, I mentioned this a few weeks back, but this award has morphed into Basically who came back from some sort of physical injury or illness or an off ice issue, like a mental health issue or an addiction. Um, It doesn't seem to be so much, you know, looking at the perseverance and dedication to hockey necessarily. It's just kind of a who got hurt or who got sick or who had some off ice issue and then came back and played. Uh, I think when you talk about, and I mentioned this before, Perseverance and dedication to hockey. I thought Phoenix Copley definitely fit the bill with that. And oh, by the way, he saved the King season. It wasn't just a good story. Uh, it was a player who who has toiled in the minor leagues for years and years and years, dedicated to hockey, persevered, finally got his chance chance and ran with it. I don't know where he finished amongst the voting in the finalists, but I really, really was a little disappointed to see. That his story didn't get a little more attention that that it deserved by being by him being a finalist for this award. Like I said, it seems like unless you're hurt or you're sick, you're not going to get a chance to be a finalist for that award. I don't think what that's what the award was originally intended to be. And I think if you look back on the history of that award, it's not really what it was. But it has, like I said, it has morphed into that in the last five or six years. So too bad Phoenix Copley didn't get hurt, I guess, uh, because if he was, then maybe he could be a finalist for the masterton Trophy. But uh, great season for Phoenix Copley, great story, and uh, a little disappointed he wasn't able to be recognized as a finalist for the Masterton Trophy. All right, let's uh, let's talk about what's coming up on the show. We've got one more day left in the week, and uh, for you everydayers, you know that coming up on Friday is our LA Kings fan feedback show. We have these once a week. Hopefully, we can continue to have them through the off season, but it depends, frankly, on your participation. Um, but again, coming up on Friday, it is a fan feedback show. We're going to get your questions and your comments about the LA Kings and about anything that we have talked about over the past week, and I would highly encourage you to get those questions in as soon as possible, please. Um, some of the things we talked about over the past week, head coach Todd McClellan, is he the man that can ultimately get the Kings another Stanley Cup title? Uh, thoughts on the season for Andre Kopitar, who we broke down earlier in the week. Is he, when it's all said and done, going to be the greatest LA King ever? Uh, We uh, had uh, Jared Chaffron on from the Ontario Reign, talked about the season that Cal Peterson had. Uh, He seemed to be somewhat optimistic that Cal maybe could be a contributor at the NHL level level again. Do you share his optimism? Uh, And of course, anything we talked about today involving Adrian Kempe, has he proven himself to be one of the NHL's elite scorers now? And should we expect that from him? going forward. Let's keep the feedback shows going strong and get as many emails as possible. The email address is locked on Eddie at gmail.com. E D D I E locked on Eddie at gmail.com. Again, Friday fan feedback show. would love for you to get those emails in and those comments as soon as possible. Of course, if you're watching on YouTube, you can just leave your comments in the comments below. I definitely read all of those and appreciate everybody who takes the time to make a comment kind of pick out usually the ones that are a little bit more thought provoking or, or or whatever um if you just leave a couple of word comments might not pick those out to read but i still appreciate any comments that are left on the uh, youtube episodes also would love for you guys to stay interactive with the show by following us on twitter or instagram or both uh, the address for both of those is at Locked on LA Kings. I'm Eddie Garcia. As always, thank you for listening and watching this episode of Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And as always, go Kings go.
1: SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply.